You're listening to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy, where we cover sales, investing, and entrepreneurship with an emphasis on real estate. Each podcast, Terrence and his guests will bring you informative and inspiring information within the real estate industry. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Today, I will be doing a solo episode. So I start off with a quote and then I'll just jump right in, man. I'm pretty much going to be freestyling a lot of the stuff that I'm saying today. And so you are looking for the strategy so you don't have to do the uncomfortable things every day. Stop looking for the strategy and start with massive action first. Tony Robbins. So this last week, if you follow me on social media, you might have saw my post. I don't say like this changed my life and that was the most amazing dinner I ever had. Like, I just don't do that. Like I had a a roommate in college and a wife that every time something happens, there's like the most amazing thing that they've ever experienced. That's not my personality. But I will tell you, being at the Bill Conference in Dallas this week, I've never seen anything like it. And so I'm going to talk about it. If you've kept up with Tony Robbins at all, I have a couple of his books. I hadn't read them yet. And I might have watched one YouTube video of him. But it doesn't do justice of hearing him speak in person. So he was at the Bill Conference in Dallas this week. It was put on by an agent at EXP, Brent Grove. And everybody, when they got there, it was like almost 7,000 agents. And everybody's like, man, this is an EXP deal. And it's like, man, no, this is just an, a guy at EXP. So it just shows the power and the movement that's happening in the real estate industry. And so I just got some notes. I got some tidbits from it and I'm going to blow through it. Yeah, I think it may be worth you listening. And he talks about his morning routine. He talks about some different things that he does to be highly successful. But the first thing that really got my attention, he he talks about our energy. It's all about our energy. And it's crazy because God has put that like thought process in my mind over like the last, I guess, say six to nine months. I'm just trying to manage my energy because everybody talks about time. We all have the same amount of time, but we all have different levels of energy. And so, you know, how some days you wake up and it's like stuff on your to do list and you pick the things you really want to do. And those other things just keep getting moved to the next to do list and they just kind of keep being put off. What I've learned is you got to get to a place in your routine where you do the hardest things first. And that's when you start seeing high levels of success and massive action taking place. So if you go back to the quote, a lot of times in business, real estate agents, brokers, team leaders, investors, wholesalers, whatever, everybody wants that like golden ticket or they want that one thing, that silver bullet that's just going to get them to immediate success. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all, it's, it's not there. Like you're going to have to do the hard work. And there's a pastor, Leon Fontaine in Canada that I, that I listen to. He says, do the heart work. And that's always stuck with me because he's like, don't do the hard work, do the heart work. That means you got to get your heart. You got to get your soil. You got to get your mind, your body, your energy ready for what God is going to do to take you to that next level. And that takes time. Like you can't just be on social media every day, running, going, serving clients, looking at deals. There's going to come a time where you got to step back and work on your work on you and your heart work. Massive action is good. Take it. Go with it. 
But also at the same time, I would say there's a time where you got to set back too and uh, work on that. So one of the things he said, and I'm just going to go through some of my notes from him speaking, is he said the human nervous system doesn't take action when it's unsure. So that's where you get stuck in taking no action. So clarity, vision, processes, like a model, a playbook, when you have those things, then it's just discipline and accountability. But if you're unsure, the human nervous system doesn't take any action. So you see people, analysis, paralysis, they just keep analyzing something because they don't want to take action. And one of the things he said is enough pain. He said there's two ways that people will take action. Either they have enough pain that forces them to take action or they have enough desire that creates motivation to take action. And so what is it going to be for you? Is it going to be the pain of being unsuccessful, not being able to provide a lifestyle for you and your family, the upbringing that you had that created that pain, the feeling less than whatever it is that is creating that pain in you, take that and turn it into motivation. I didn't have my dad around growing up. That was painful. I grew up in an impoverished environment. My mom worked hard and, pr and provided a, an amazing lifestyle for us for what we, you know, obviously she could do on her own. But obviously there was a lot that I didn't have. And I didn't, I didn't sit around saying, man, this is, you know, just the way life is. Like I used that and turned it into motivation. So what is that one thing that you're going through right now that you can turn into motivation? What is it? So that's the pain. And then your desire. Like for me, it's like success is just a magnifying glass of who you already are. I've said that a couple of times on the podcast. So if you are an asshole with no money, you will be an asshole with money. If you are a giver with no money, you'll be a giver with money. And if you're kind and generous with no money, you'll be kind and generous when you have money. So to me, like success has nothing to do with that. Like it's really how, how many people can you bring along with you on a journey to not only change their lives, but change their generation's lives, right? So for me, it's all about breaking generational curses. So another quote that I wrote down, he says, the best team doesn't always win. It's the team that can create and maintain the momentum. So don't drop your energy or your momentum. You see people who are really successful, but then they burn out because they, they run out of energy. Or you see people who can create that success momentum, but they don't put the right people around them. And then those people go behind them and attack the fabric and the foundation and the culture of that success. And then you see them go backwards. So it's all about creating momentum. If you watch sports at all, whether it's football or golf, the team with the most momentum is the team that wins. And you see, you may start off fast in football, but if you don't have the momentum in the fourth quarter to finish, you won't win the game. So I, what I would encourage you is look at the people that are around you and make sure that their energy is right and make sure that you guys are creating that momentum and you can maintain it. And so last couple of things, we are meant to be fulfilled. So if you're living your life and you don't think that you're supposed to have dreams and goals and want to have a family and make an impact, whether it's giving back to your community, doing ministry, you know, feeding underprivileged 
kids, whatever it is, we are human beings. We're meant to be fulfilled. That's how God wired us. And so what you got to decide is what is your life? Why are you here? And so the one thing that I've learned is progression, not perfection, but I need to be pursuing something. The couple of years that I, once I retired and went through depression and didn't know what I was going to do with my life, I was miserable because I didn't have something to pursue. And my biggest prayer to God was give me something I can be passionate about. And in that I learned progress equals happiness because we are meant to grow. When we grow, we impact people. And that is what creates happiness. So whoever you're impacting, you have a sphere of influence and you're meant to encourage, inspire and impact people. Stop telling yourself you don't have a story because you do. And stop telling yourself that people aren't watching because they are. There's people in your life that look up to you, even if you don't know it. And so you got to know that you're here for a reason at this very time and you are here to make an impact. And you have to be progressing. Didn't say you need to be perfect, but you have to be progressing. And if you're not progressing towards something, and it doesn't need to be success. Hell, it can just be pouring into the kids. It can be pouring into, you know, I know somebody who goes to senior living communities and just spends time with people. Whatever it is, you need to be progressing. And when you progress and when you move towards that, is you know, that inner thing that you're supposed to be doing, that's when you know you're in your right spot. So last couple thoughts. Repetition is the father of mastery. And in order to succeed at any level, in order to progress, you need to be repetitive in what you do. There's a reason why I remember watching this thing on Jerry Rice and Torrey Holt. They caught 200 balls a day. When I seen that, I got on the jugs. I caught 200 straight balls a day. And that was after practice. And I would do my drills and I would catch 200 balls a day. I'm like, okay, if that's who they are as masters of the game, because obviously no one can refute that Jerry Rice and Torrey Holtz were masters of playing wide receiver in the NFL, then how can I get to that level? So success does leave clues, but what are you going to do to make it repetitive in your own life? Like, how can you accept that and take it? And so last couple of things for our agents out there at the Bill Conference, EXP is it's changing the game for real estate agents. I mean, it's, that's pretty obvious. I mean, quarter two of 2020 EXP had 350 million in revenue. Quarter two of 2021 EXP did a billion in revenue. So over 12 months, they went from, well, not they, we went from 350 million to a billion in revenue. And for the first time in the history of the company, they declared a dividend of four cents a share towards stock. Or when you have come and stop. So the point I'm saying is what are you involved in or around is forcing you to get out of your comfort zone, to grow, to see the world for what it is. There's a big world out here. There's a great opportunities. But if you just, you know, sit under a rock or keep a closed mind, and that's what I did for four years. But now when I'm sitting at the conference, I think there was 15 of us there. And I have people that came over from my independent brokerage that I was very proud of that we scaled to a billion in sales in eight and a half years. And I'll keep saying it because I'm proud of it. I'm not going to stop saying it because it's a fact. They were sitting. We had a private dinner with everybody and a lot of the executives from EXP were there. So Jason, Michael Valdez, Jim, a lot of our friends. 
And one of the things that I, when I got a chance to welcome everybody I talked to, and just to look in the agent's eyes that were with me at TM5 and have followed me and been a part of my organization at EXP, knowing that they have stock, they have ref share, they have healthcare, they have an opportunity to get back their cap and company stock in a billion dollar company. That to me was me stretching myself because it took a lot of faith for me to merge TM5 with EXP. But seeing their eyes and seeing how much they've grown and seeing how much opportunity they have has really pushed me. And so when I think about what Tony Robbins talked about, and I think about one of the quotes that I try to live by is, you have to create your ecosystem and your world big enough to where anybody can be a part of your world, achieve all their dreams, and never feel the need to leave. And so as I'm sitting at dinner with all of them and seeing that, you know, some of them aren't brokers, but they now have agents, a part of their organization. Some of them have rev share. Well, all of them have rev share. And they have these multiple income streams, you know, five to six income streams. Like that's the legacy that I want to leave. And so my question to you, if you are a real estate agent, broker owner, team leader, and I had to answer this question, if you're going to grind and struggle every day, you might as well build something while you struggle. Brent Grove, that's a quote from him on the stage. So if you're going to grind and struggle every day, because that's what we are. I don't care who you are. I know I've traveled the world. I've talked to broker owners and team leaders and top agents around the world. I don't care how much real estate you're selling. There comes a day where you're going to burn out, get exhausted, and you get tired of dealing with clients because I know. And if you don't have an exit strategy, a retirement plan, a rev share, if you don't have a seat at the table with equity with your broker or owner or team leader or franchise owner, you're just grinding, 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 and you're not building anything. So what are you building? That's the thing. What can you build that's going to pay you with or without you getting up every day, grinding every day? So if you're going to grind and struggle, you might as well build something while you struggle. That's the TM5 EXP model. And then my last thoughts, my agents don't just sell real estate now. They are shareholders. They're owners. And they're partners with me. They don't work for me anymore. Keyword, shareholders. If you're a shareholder in Tesla or Amazon or Starbucks or Google, that means you got a seat at the table. You have some equity. You got some shares. Owners, that means they are owners. They have their own organizations that they're growing now and they're building. When they were at my independent or when I was at another a big franchise real estate brokerage. I couldn't grow my own organization unless I was a broker. I had to, I couldn't bring agents under me. And so the last thought is their shareholders, owners, and partners. They're partnering alongside of me. So every opportunity that I have, they're standing shoulder to shoulder with me. So my question to you is when are you going to become a partner, a shareholder and an owner in your current brokerage? Even if you don't partner with me, I would love to, I'm partnering with agents in all 50 states and in 17 countries right now. And I have a strategy and a playbook to not only help you scale your business, help you create teams, help you invest in real estate, but also create seven income streams. That's there. It's a fact. It's happening. But remove me from the equation. When are you, when is your broker 
team leader or franchise owner going to come to you and say, I want you to have stock and equity in my brokerage. I want you to partner with me in this development deal or this new title company or this new mortgage company. And I want you to own. So shareholder, owner, or partner, if that's not the conversation, then we need to talk. And so I'm going to leave you with this last thing and then we'll be done. Stop looking for the strategy and take massive action. Know that you have value and know that you owe it to yourself to create and build something while you struggle because real estate sales is a struggle. I love it. I'm passionate about it. I've sold a lot of real estate, but it's a grind. I mean, it is what it is. That's why I love it, honestly. But it's like playing football. I love football, but I can't do that forever. You cannot sell real estate forever. My last question is, how many real estate agents retirement parties have you been to in the last 30 days? Zero. They don't retire. The real estate industry is not set up for us to build wealth. It's not set up for us to build income streams. The real estate sales industry. Obviously, if you're investing in real estate, but the real estate sales industry is not set up for us to build wealth, create multiple income streams and get off the hamster wheel. So you owe it to yourself to chew on that. Be blessed. If I can help you in any way, hit me up. And if there's any value that I can bring to you, just hit me up on Instagram. It's just Terrence Realtor. But yeah, man, check it out. I know we got some things on here, but go to Join Team 5 if you want more information and hit me up on it. We'll love to partner with you if you're a real estate agent. Take care. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Please subscribe on whichever platform you are listening and consider leaving a five-star review as that will help us gain traction and continue to bring you knowledge in the real estate industry. For more content, head over to TerrenceMurphy.com. 